Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004 Well, hello folks, this is Hal Coleman and I'm here with Mike Stewart and we're here to bring you another episode of PestControlMarketing.live and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast where we share strategies, tips, ideas that you can go right out and start using today to get more new customers, make more sales, and grow your business. So stay tuned. We got some good stuff for you. How are you doing today, Mike? Oh, I'm fine as frog hair. Like I said in the past, I've said it before, and I am as fine as frog's hair. But I got a question here. Okay. You don't normally wear your hat unless you're just pissed off about something. Uh, folks on the podcast, he's got his I'm pissed off at something hat on, and he puts his hat on so his head won't explode. So what's on your mind and making you wear that hat today? Mike, the reason I'm wearing this hat today is because since our last episode where I wore this hat, mm -hmm. I've had about half a dozen people say, you know how you look good wearing that hat. You want to wear it more often. So I'm pissed off that I haven't been wearing it the whole time. <laughs> well, by all means, you wear your hat. And if that makes you feel more inspired and creative, for those of you watching the video on YouTube or Facebook, uh, you can see that fine hat. And if you're listening to the podcast, imagine how with this wonderfully Nice fedora, fedora hat. hat. Yeah. And yeah. there's one more reason why I'm wearing it. What's that? Because I got bed head. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, <laughs> I washed my hair. I guess I'm gonna get me a hat. There you go. There you go. No, let's get serious. We got we we're already two minutes in this. What are we talking about today? Like something I want to talk about today that that's uh controversial among people that don't know anything much about it but it's not controversial among the people that do. And that is the use of scripted presentations. Well-written, well-written direct response marketing, scripted sales presentations versus going out there and winging it every day to try to sell something. Now, we're gonna have some people listening to this right now who have already said by now, I hate scripted sales presentations. I hate them. Well, the people that hate them is for two reasons, Mike. They've never had a good one that worked. And they didn't know, even if you gave it to them, they wouldn't know how to use it. And what I mean by that is uh, you've got to you've got to have a good scripted sales presentation that's psychological. It's it's proven neuroscientific words and phrases and strategies to answer people's questions, to get into that conversation that's already going on in their head, as Dan Kennedy said, to jump in there, meet them where they are, not where you want them to be, and take them to where you want them to go. And, and once you get a really good presentation that you have worked on and tested and tested and worked on, and it gets to where it, nobody can hardly say no to you, then you you use that presentation. Why would you not? Why would you use anything else besides what's proven to work? Uh, so most people, if you gave them a good presentation, they wouldn't put in the time to learn it properly so they could deliver it properly. And it would sound like they were doing a scripted sales presentation. And I talked to this the other day. 
one of my clients and he said, I, you know, I hate it when somebody comes that tries to sell me something using scripted sales presentation. I said, well, if you knew they were using a scripted sales presentation, they blew it. They weren't doing it correctly because uh, like Larry Latimer used to say, the best salesman you ever met in your life, you never saw. You didn't have a clue what they were doing and, and what kind of presentation they were using on you. You just it went ahead and bought from them. You felt like it was your idea, not their idea. And that's what a great, great, effective uh, psychological sales presentation does. Uh, and people, world-class salespeople, you know, Mike, the one, the guy that, or the girl that sold the most automobiles of anybody in the country last year or sold the most life insurance of anybody in the country last year, or the most real estate. These people don't leave stuff up to chance. They don't just wing it every time they get somebody on the phone or every time they meet somebody. They know exactly what they're going to say to that person and exactly how they're going to say it. And then whatever that person comes back with, whatever kind of response, they've got a scripted present uh, response to that person's objection. They don't leave anything. Now, and they they might uh, wake up in the middle of the night at two o'clock in the morning with an idea to improve their presentation and flip on the light and write it down or say it into their phone recorder and then go back to sleep. And then the next day they start looking at how they can tweak it into their sales presentation. Uh, and so I remember Larry telling me one time back when he used to uh, train people on how to sell. He worked for MetLife and he trained people on how to sell life insurance. Uh, and so he said they had a guy in their district, uh, Southeastern re region, I mean, not district. And he had heard of this guy, but he'd never met him. And, and everybody referred to him as TL. And Larry said he, he'd been with the company for like, uh, 24 years and and for like the last 20 years he had sold more life insurance than anybody in the region he, he outsold everybody every year so larry decided he would bring tl down to his region and and ask him if he would put on a training seminar and larry asked somebody said what what does tl actually stand for and they said it stands for the legend the guy's nickname was TL, the legend. So Larry called TL and got him to come down and, and uh, said, now in life insurance, the goal is you want to have five appointments set up every day. And back then, this was pre-internet, so they just went through the phone book, uh, calling people, calling friends. They spent their life on the phone trying to get five appointments set up every day to go out and 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 uh, present their life insurance policy to people. So he told TL, he said, look, I'm going to set up five. Now, Larry said that if you could close three out of five on average, uh, you could make a real good living selling life insurance. And if you could close four out of five average, you could get rich selling life insurance. But if you can only average closing two out of five, you're going to have to find something else to do, another job you wouldn't be able to make. So Larry set up five appointments 
that day and told TL, he said, I'm going to give you these appointments and let you go out there and sell them. You keep the commissions. He said, I, I'm just going to set them up. I want to go with you. And I just want to sit back and observe you selling life insurance. And the guy said, sure, that's fine. So he went out there and he said the, that next day, the guy closed four out of five. He said, just a piece of cake. Just had the people eating out of his hand. Like, where do I sign? Closed four out of five. So Larry said, after one of those uh, sales, they went back and they got in the car. And Larry said, I want to ask you something. He said, and when you were talking to that lady in there, uh, you said in the 12 years I've been with this company. And the guy said, yeah, that's right. Larry said, well, I thought you'd been with the company for 24 years. He said, I have. He said, well, why did you tell her in the 12 years I've been with this company? And he said, well, Larry, the number 12 has been working so good for so long. He said, I'm not about to change that number for anything. And he went on to tell Larry that in his 12th year with the company, he worked on his presentation for 12 years, that script, getting it down pat in his head. And he said in, it took him about 12 years to get it down to where it was just practically irresistible. I mean, nobody could hardly say no to him. And he would just became so superstitious about it in that 12th year that he never had changed that number. So that's how serious uh, world-class salespeople are about their presentations. It's, uh, and, and, and you could, uh, they, they get it as close to perfect as they can, and then they don't mess with it. And, and you can see the same thing in, in athletes, like you take a baseball, uh, a batter goes up to the plate, a professional bat, baseball player, he doesn't just walk up the plate, pick up a bat and stand there and get ready to swing it. He goes up to the plate to start with. He's been over there gripping that baseball bat. And then he goes over there to the plate and he, he, loosens his collar, he, he loosens and reties his glove on his hand, he loosens his shirt up, he stretches his back a little bit, he grips that, he gets his grip exactly perfect on that bat, and then he steps into the batter's box, and he takes a couple little practice, and he's waiting on that pitch to come in there. Now, they throw the pitch, and let's say it's a ball, it's outside, so he doesn't even swing at it. But when it goes by, he steps out of the batter's box. He completely goes through that entire routine again. He regrips, he reties everything, he reloosens everything. Because when the ball goes by, he tenses up really tight. And then it goes by and he, he's got to redo all. And some people say, well, that's just superstition. Well, the superstition comes from the fact that he knows what perfection feels like. His pre bat routine he's got it down pat and he knows when every his hands his wrists his clothes his neck his back his hip everything are perfect and he'll he won't face a baseball coming toward him unless everything is perfect and and most salesmen you see Today, we just walk out there and look around, pick up a bat and step over there. They, they're, they're, they're nowhere near in that league of batting efficiency. So when it comes to selling, folks, if you're out there winging it every day, 
and you don't even know what you're going to say until you get a lot of people tell me, though, I, hey, I listen, I don't know what I'm going to say until I get out there in front of them. And then I figure it out on the spot. And they're proud of that. But I'm telling you what, if that's you, you are losing sales. You are losing sales if you just wing it when you get in front of a prospect. Uh, and so I, I just want to hammer that home, Mike, that uh, I, I and, and <clears throat> the proof is in the pudding. I write scripts for my clients, you know, and they go out and use them and they say, oh, that worked like a charm. You know, what, what do I tell people when they call on the phone? I said, well, let me write this down for you and you memorize this. I don't mean memorize it where you stand up and say it like you're in front of the eighth grade class reciting, bury me not on the lone prairie. You know, this is like learning it cold where, uh, you know, when you see an actor, I'll ask you this, Mike, you ever, have you ever watched a movie and cried? Absolutely. Sure. You ever watched a movie and laughed? Absolutely. Of course. You ever, you ever watched a movie and had the literal crap scared out of you? <laughs> yeah. You ever, watch, you ever watched a movie and wanted to put your fist through the wall? Felt your blood pressure go up to where your heart's going to pound out of your chest? That's because the, the person delivering the content, the script, the script was, was able to make me forget it was a script and think it was real. That's right. A good actor can take, you give a, a, a great actor, a great script, and they'll make, they'll bring any emotion out of you that they want to bring out of you. They'll make you feel anything they want you to feel if they've got the proper script. It is real. And it, but, but it's really, it's a professional salesperson with a script is what it actually is. Well, you know, we know from our relationships and years of working with people that are, that are masters at what they did, like Larry and Dan Kennedy. I mean, we mentioned these names over and over again, but I had a mentor years ago that, that was an online genius and it really applies here. You know, they, they talked about, uh, you know, in the internet world, it's called sales copy uh, on a website or sales copy in a video or sales copy on a podcast or sales copy in a commercial or sales copy in a Google AdWord. I mean, it's all the thing. It's a script. And when, and the, the, when you find something that works, like you were talking about TL, you know, why didn't he change it, you know, every year when he added another year? Cause he, he knew that the 12 year, 12 years was, was the magical year. And this is what John Reese, who made a million dollars a day, uh, million was the first guy in the history of the internet as an individual to make a million dollars in a day, John Reese. And he said something that's just so easy, but just most people do it. If it's working, keep doing it. If it's not change it. You know, and that's that's what you're saying. When you you don't know the perfect script that you can perform to where it doesn't sound like a script. So you either get a script from somebody who has a proven script, like Hal does, or proven ads or proven website copy. All of those are scripts. And you know, I, I have people say, Well, I don't want to say that. Well, this works, and what you want to say may not work. And if you want to test it and find out it doesn't work, why why would you want to change something that we know works? Because here's the here's the bottom line. Principles 
and strategies are consistent. And when you know you got the right principles and strategies to implement, don't mess with them. So the kind of people you want to associate you with are the people that know the strategies and principles that work. And that's what script writing is all about. You know, Larry, I remember said, I said, what do you do for uh, those uh, uh, companies you work with? He says, I write, we, I write and test scripts till we get that script so fine tuned that we know, and we, we measure it. We track the increase of business. And when we know we got it at a sweet spot, we work on another script. And a lot of people call that A-B testing. In other words, they'll keep the good script and then they'll make another one and they see if they can outdo the one that's performing. Yeah. But they're constantly getting people to memorize scripts. And, and like I said, if it's working, keep doing it. If it's not working, create something else. And I, I'll tell you something else. I've gotten this question uh, multiple times. What has life insurance and this, these stories you're telling how got to do, I'm a bug guy. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I'm different. No, Dan Kennedy says, if you think your business is different than everybody else, you're sadly mistaken. I heard Dan Kennedy say that. Had, he used to have a sign over on the wall up behind his desk that said, it was a quote that said, but my business is different. <laughs> no, you're not different. People are people. They're looking for solutions to problems. And your script better enter their subconscious, Hal likes to call it their Elmo, and make a connection. Well, Hal, you know, we're almost out of time for this podcast. I want to talk about a couple of things here. If you've got any final comments you want to, but I think you pretty much covered it. Here's, here's my surmising. Learn to use scripts and get outstandingly shocking all great at delivering them. And you'll make so much money as a result of it. You'll be shocked. That's the lesson today. Do yeah. not be opposed to scripts. Now, if you struggle with what to do and what to say, I got a phone number up here, 770-993-0004, and you can find out the steps to making a difference in your business. What else you want to talk about, Hal? Well, I got one more thing to add to that. Not People are not going to say yes to you every time. Some of them are going to say no. But when somebody says no to you as a salesperson, you need to figure out even if it's just asking them, you need to walk away knowing exactly why they said no to you. And you need to come up with a script that if that ever happens again and you get that no for that reason, you've got a, you can counteract it. That objection will just wash away if you know how to answer that objection. So it's not just one script. It's, it's, you know, you use this one. If they say no, you use this one. This one takes you to this one. So uh, it, it's 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 complicated and it takes work, but it's highly effective and it'll lead you to a fortune if you do that. Your your sale. If somebody says, "Well, I close. I don't use scripts and I close ninety percent of what I do," I say, "Well, let me show you how to close ninety-seven percent." If you're that good, then yeah. all you need is to take you up to the next level is a good script. Right. I'm, I'm done. That's what. That's all I want to say. Folks. Well, I'd I'd buy from you, but I don't like that hat. <laughs> well, I I like this hat. It's comfortable. Well, I get compliments. All right. You, you ought to try wearing one. <laughs> I that was my joke. I'd buy from you, but you, I don't like your. That's I'd buy from you, but I don't like how your website looks. I'd buy from you, but I don't like the fact you got white hair. I'd buy from you. You know, there's sometimes people come up with stupid objections, but you know what? You overcome objections. 
You, you, you give shock and all service. You know, the person who answers your phone better have a script. I know how to deal with people. I want to talk to the owner. I'm, I'm mad because you didn't show up when you said you would. You better have a script to know how to handle with that. All right. You know what? And then you need to look at it. Why are you booking a session and not showing up? I mean, you know, it's like me when I have a coaching client and you have a coaching client, I'm there five minutes before. I've actually had clients not show up, you know, make it oh, a priority to, to be on time. But at any rate, um, I want to talk about a couple of things here. Folks, we give away so much content, so much content. And if you have never been to howtogrowapestcontrolbusiness.com, remember that. What do you want to do if you're a brand new business or you got an existing business? You want to know how to grow a pest control business. And how and I are willing to give you that absolutely free, except, well, not totally free. We need a name and an email address. And why do we need a name and an email address to give you this amazing information? Because we want you to find out about more information. Like, I want you to subscribe to our podcast in Apple, in Amazon, in Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts. You know, it's interesting. We started this podcast when I had a lot of people say, what the heck's a podcast? But, you know, podcasts are making the news. I, you, I watch TV all the time. You know, they're talking about podcasts and TV shows, and there's controversy about podcasts all the time. Guess what? It's radio. Now, this is we're our radio. Our podcast is for you, the pest control owner, you know. We're one of the few marketing pest control podcasts out there. We've, been, we've got over 140 episodes of amazing free content like today. So subscribe to it. We're not asking for your money up front. We want you to get to know, like, and trust us first. And uh, if you want a free hour with Hal, why don't you talk about what you'll do if they call 770-993-0004? Well, I'll talk with them for a few minutes, find out a little bit about their business, and I'll send them a questionnaire. It's about a dozen questions. It's easy to fill out, but it's all about how you market and sell your services. And uh, you get that back to me, and we'll set up a one-hour coaching session. And the reason for the questionnaire is so I don't have to spend that hour asking you all those questions. I'll already have the important answers to the important questions. I'll have already made some notes and have some suggestions and some ideas for you. And uh, it won't cost you a penny. And at the end of that hour, if you want to know more about my coaching program, I'll be happy to tell you. And if you don't, I won't. So that's about as simple as it gets. Right. But I've never had anybody come away from that hour and say anything other than, wow, this was great, Hal. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Well, don't be a procrastinator. I mean, I'll tell you something that breaks my heart, Hal, is you send them that questionnaire, and then they're too lazy to fill it out. Is that you? It better never be you. Ask yourself. The man is willing to give you an hour of his time, which is like him handing you five $100 bills. He's willing to gamble on you if you'll take the action to tell the truth in that questionnaire. And you know what? I'll do the same thing. This is my cell phone number. I've actually had people be shocked that I'll answer the phone, but 770-826-3662. I will tell you the hard, cold truth about what I see. And if and I'll tell you what, some people don't want to hear it because their brother-in-law designed their website or they're pay they've been paying, you know, we had one guy paying $5,000 a month for internet marketing, you know, and SEO and all these things that they thought. And the truth, the cold, hard truth was, is 
They phone wasn't ringing. ringing. Phone wasn't ringing. So call me, and I'll look at it. I'll give you an hour of my time. I don't want to sell hours, but I'm willing to give anybody to call my phone number an hour of my time to do it. Now, I'll tell you something else, that if you're not ready to do something like that, you should go to nextlevelpcomarketing.com. You know, we had an amazing event, and we had a whole lot of people show up live. And um, they love it. There was a little confusion there. That's why we want to do what you're about to tell them is we're going to extend this for people because some people missed out on it. Well, I had a guy the other day who said I paid for it and something came up and I couldn't be there live. How do I get access to it? You know, because he he, spent money. He spent $100 or $97 to get access to it. And then life got in the way and he missed it. We said, well, don't worry. It's all there right now. I, you know what? In fact, the man told me, he said, uh, he said, Mike, I am so thrilled that you, you, I called your phone number and you, you fixed my problem. He said, by the way, I'm in the middle of filling out Hal's uh, uh, questionnaire. I said, you better fill out that questionnaire. And I said, I said, you know what? We want to give you shock and all service. And that's what you got to do. But you know what? Here's the thing we can't do for you. We can't force you to, t- we're not going to force anybody. We can't force anybody to take action. But if you go to next level PCO marketing and you're not willing to what, you know what? People waste a hundred dollars a month at Starbucks drinking coffee, skip Starbucks for a month and go to next level PCO marketing.com. And there is over 40 hours of life changing content in there for me and Hal Coleman and some other great speakers. And it's all recorded and on demand. Hey, you spend you spend fifteen dollars a month on Netflix to watch stupid movies. Yeah, I you, have that, you have access to four. That's four years now of the PCO Next Level PCO Marketing right. Workshop. Four years of it, and you have it for the rest of your life. I, you know, I had a coaching seven dollars for the rest uh, Omar, of your life. Omar is one of mine and yours coaching clients, and I met with Omar this morning. And he just was saying, my gosh, he says, I, my head blew up with all the things I need to be doing. You know, and and I believe in Omar that he is a doer. He's an t- action taker. He is. Yeah, you know, so is. it's not a matter of being an action taker. It's knowing what to do. You can either figure it out yourself, you know, as you can either know how to walk through the minefield or go or walk through the minefield. If somebody knows where the mines are. And that's what Hal and I are. We're, we are guides. We say, hey, look, don't do that. That'll blow up on you. Walk this way and it'll, and it'll work and, you know, and don't argue, just do what we say. So anyway, like I said, get the coaching from us, get house free books, subscribe. If you're listening to this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it. And just remember, as we say over and over again, it's a thousand little things that make a difference. How many of those things are you doing? So with that being said, Hal, I think we better get on out of here. I think we had, and folks, uh, we really appreciate you hanging out with us. On this episode of Pest Control Marketing Live and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. We'll see you next time. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website pestcontrolmarketer.com For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770-993-0004 
or email him hal at halcoleman.com. Mike Stewart is known as the Internet Audio and Video Guy. Since the birth of the Internet, Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales, and grow their businesses online using audio and video, now with iPhones and Android phones. For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him Mike at InternetAudioGuy.com. Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004